Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Hoops and Cards, inspired by this this midweek spontaneous reaction to Ja Morant erupting 47 points. That is just that's just amazing, incredible. What an awesome player. His value's still a bargain in a lot of cards. And and so today, I mean, you might even want to call this episode's this 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 midweek hoops and cards, Ja Brady and Trey, oh my. Like that's what we're gonna do. That's what we're going to do as a tribute to my friends at Lucas Tigers and Bronze. We're going to go job Brady and Trey and uh, can't wait to get after it with you. Welcome to just a gorgeous Thursday here in uh, Northeast Ohio and an incredible season of NBA playoffs. Can't wait to see what's going to happen tonight. Let's get after it. So guys, yeah, I got to be honest, this is, for an NBA fan, this this really is the most wonderful time of the year. It's exciting to see these playoff series, the matchups, and the guys just rising to the occasion. Trey Young, Ja Morant, Luka Doncic, Anthony Davis, so many players. Uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell's return, wow, I mean, did you get to see that? It's great to see these uh, just amazing NBA stars in in games that matter and in games where, like, Nobody's sitting out due to protocols. Like they are, they are bringing their best. And some of these classic uh, finishes, game winners. And so, yeah, it's exciting to see. And uh, very, very pumped for John ja Morant. There's been some debate and discussion by a lot of us in the hobby lately. Like, is he, is he really a number one? Is he really an alpha dog? Is he really a guy that you can build your team or your investment, your collection around? And his answer the last 10 days has been a resounding, yeah, yeah, come on and look at what is he, 20? This guy, maybe 21, like this guy is phenomenal. And I have at times bought, I've at times sold, and now I'm looking at, you know, I'm not going to overpay for job right now just because he had 47, but I am going to be on the lookout for, for him as a buy. And I do think this series goes to, well, it's going to at least five, (laughs) like mathematically, it's going to five games. Utah really is a complete team though. I mean, one thing you could say about what John Morant did last night, what 47 points, seven assists, stepping up his scoring and his overall play. I'd encourage you to go watch the highlights on YouTube or sports center because he, he's a blast to watch. He really is. And you should know what you are investing is you're investing in as a, as a card collector and as a fan He's so young. Like, like, think about this. He's the same age as a lot of uh, juniors in college, some sophomores in college. And you're like, this guy is carrying an NBA franchise. He's dropping 47 against Utah in game two at Utah. So what's not to absolutely love? And I do. The, the question is going to be, okay, so what cards of Ja should I go for? If I'm not already in jaw cards and should I buy now or should I wait till August? Like Gary's been talking about here on hoops and cards. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's up to you. I do think we're in for a few more big nights from jaw at the least. I don't think they're going to beat Utah. That's the other thing guys. Like he did all that and they lost. 
Memphis just isn't ready. <laughs> They're just not ready. I think they have all the pieces. I think that, and in fact, for, for them making it this far, far more than they did last season, this is a big step for them, especially without Jaron Jackson at his best. I still believe in Jaron long-term. I still believe in Jaron for next season. But having watched a lot of players like closely as they come back from injury, his was long recovery. And it's going to take a while to play himself back into just feeling and playing with 100% of the Jaron as an offensive weapon. I think it's enough for him to just be out there 30 minutes and contribute. And they need him, right? 16 points last night. They need him. But Jaron has the possibility of being, at the very least, Robin to Batman here. And possibly he's Batman. He's just a wounded, recovering Batman. You know what I'm saying? That, 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 that Memphis at 100% next year is going to have two incredible superstar players. Ja and Jaron. And who cares who's first? You know, Memphis is loaded. But, but it's really brought out Dylan Brooks as a slasher, as a defender, as a just fantastic clutch performer. He's been great. All I'm saying is, I guess you could buy Ja now if you want to hold on to him for a long time. Uh, and you can buy Ja later in September and still hold him, hold those cards. I, I would focus on, he is a higher end, you know, of the 2019 rookie class. Get stuff that's graded, get stuff that's unique, get stuff that's autographed. I mean, some of this conversation about Jaws Basketball Cards 101, if last night you were like, all right, I'm convinced, and I like him, and I want to collect or I want to invest in Ja Morant, then I would say, you have the luxury right now of being picky, of saying, you know what, I could just get the raw base prism rookie of Ja Morant, nine or, PSA 9 or 10, and it's like, yeah, you can, and uh, and go for it, but Again, those those are high pop counts. There's a lot of those out there. And you buy and sell those uh, because you just want a starter card that everybody wants. It's, it is iconic. And so you're going to always have a market for that card. You will always have a buyer. You won't always have demand. You won't always have chasers. People that are chasing in, in high demand, they're looking at, I mean, if they're looking at Prism, it's Silver Prism, you know, or it's red cracked ice or it's one of those numbered prism cards or it's a prism auto or it's a national treasures auto or it's a unique limited card like don't just buy the net marvels jaw from 2019 buy the net marvels press proof jaw you know i would say you have the luxury right now while the market is still that like jaw having a couple of great games i think it just proves that he's a superstar as if we needed any more proof but some of us did right? Some of us did. If he could carry a franchise, well, he's proven all that stuff. He's, he's answered all the questions a lot of us have had about him and in a resounding, like, <laughs> playoff away game, you know, with everything riding on him, he seems to be, you know, him and Dylan Brooks, maybe the only two Grizzlies that are playing at 100%. So, so yeah, you have the luxury or the opportunity really to buy an awesome job and be glad you did. And the Grizzlies, you know, wow, if they advance, I expect his cards to uh, start to return to what they were in February or January. If they don't advance, yeah, right? 
and I don't think they will. In fact, let me switch gears here and talk about the Utah Jazz. When you have your leader back and he's playing like that, I mean, Donovan Mitchell came back and just, from the get-go, it was his game. That was the Donovan Mitchell game, and it also showcased they have an incredible rotation of eight, seven, eight really strong players. You know, Joe Ingles, <laughs> Jordan Clarkson, th- these guys are loaded, and maybe you haven't got to see them play a whole lot, but I just expect them to build on what they did last year. I expect them to go to the Western Conference Finals. I, I can't wait to see what Donovan Mitchell and company can do in the next round. And, and you know, this is the team with Rudy Gobert that that LeBron and other stars around the league have been picking on. They've been insulting them publicly. They've been making fun of them, you know, and, and Utah, guys, they have the talent. They, they didn't get to this high seeding in the playoffs on accident. And they have a, they have a kid, a guy who I see as a transcendent next level, next superstar, like literally next Kobe Bryant in the making. His game is a little bit different, but he's the guy. Donovan Mitchell is the guy in the Western conference, along with Devin Booker, certainly along with Luca. But Donovan has more good pieces around him and more playoff experience than those guys I just named. And and his game, I mean, he, there's, there's not much that Donovan Mitchell can't do. And then he's got this cast of characters that they, they shoot, they play awesome defense, they've played well together for years. I love Donovan Mitchell right now. In fact, whatever we're saying about Ja as a buying opportunity, I would say times two with Donovan, especially back like that exclamation point of a game last night. So Donovan Mitchell is another player where his card values have been beat up. He's been out. And uh, here's a guy who could be taking his team to the finals. Who is your pick? If not the Lakers, a lot of you are down on LeBron and the Lakers lately. Then, then who's your pick? Because it's not the Clippers. Guarantee you that. They have, they have proven that. They are not making it to the finals team this year. If you say, I love Damian Lillard and Portland has a chance, I'll, I'll hear you. If you say, I love Devin Booker and they're loaded and Chris Paul's veteran prowess and Aiton doing all the things, like, I'll, I'll hear you. I, I hear that. If you're saying Luka, man, Luka's going to... But let's at least put Donovan Mitchell back in that conversation with Luka and Damian Lillard as the three guys who are poised and supported to take their team to the finals this year. This year, that could happen. I don't know who I'm rooting for. I'm just saying, I like all three of those guys. Lillard, Luca, Donovan Mitchell. Oh my. Devin Booker, not that far behind them, you guys. And uh, with Chris Paul, I'm just saying that they're in that conversation. But I love Mitchell, Lillard, and Luca. And it was great to see Utah back at almost full strength there. And Donovan Mitchell. Anyhow, it's going to be fun to watch the rest of this series because Memphis has those young guns. And Utah has, hey, uh, we think we're finals material and everybody's been down on us. Well, well, here it comes. Here it comes, right? So uh, I hope you watch some highlights. John Morant, if you didn't see highlights of last night, yikes. Watch them and you'll also see some 
some nice Donovan Mitchell clips too. Gotta hurry, he'll step back three. Yeah, so I, I jokingly said, hey, this will be Ja, Brady, and Trey, oh my, or what did I say, Ja, Brady, and Luca? I probably said Trey. Ja, Brady, and Trey, oh my, so I'm going to say a little bit about Tom Brady now, and I know this is a basketball card podcast, but I'm going to share a, a thought from you guys, and I, I will test this out, okay? Since I've been telling you about the lull that basketball cards are in, or they're going into as the season ends, sometimes, and I'll, I'll say this with other sports cards, so baseball, football, and soccer cards even. I have, I have at times, some of it's because I've already had those cards from years ago, and some of it's because I do enjoy those sports. I have bought other cards. I know, I know, shocking that hoops and cards, basketball, NBA, Crazy Gary is actually paying attention to soccer and football and baseball. But I'll tell you this, I bought some baseball cards a couple months before the season. And when I did, I bought a couple of nice, you know, Fernando Tatis, PSA 9. I bought a Juan Soto. I bought Ronald Acuna Jr. I bought uh, Jordan Alvarez and Wander Franco. Is it Franco? Franco. I don't know. Anyway, my point is when I bought those cards, my, here was my full intention. I was going to buy solid, superstar, graded, affordable cards that I knew would rise in demand as the season approached. And my plan with those cards, get this, are you still with me, basketball fans? My plan with those cards was to ride up their values a little bit as the season's approach for them, baseball, and then sell them and then use the profits to do, guess what? buy more basketball cards, right? I'm thinking long-term game with hoops. I'm thinking long-term getting some of my raw basketball cards graded. LeBron's, yeah. Luca's, yeah. Even some random cards like Chris Middleton rookies. I'm getting stuff graded. It's just sitting there. But like my plan with baseball cards was to buy months before the season, sell like in the week of or the, the week before the season, and, and then use those profits towards basketball cards. That's my play with Tom Brady. That's my recommendation right now. As it's end of May, this is like last call for, for, for football cards that you know, they, hey, this guy is in demand. His cards are valuable and sought after. And the only thing that's going to happen as the season approaches and as training camp opens and as there's hype and preseason games and anticipation of big games in the in the regular season well Tom Brady is one of those can't go wrong he's still playing build beefing up that hall of fame resume I guess I don't even like Tom Brady he's a he's a Michigan graduate I'm a lifer Ohio State fan I don't even like the guy but I do appreciate greatness like I did with Michael Jordan and John Elway like I do appreciate we have to right you have to appreciate all the Super Bowls that he's won and what he's meant to football and how he's he's re, rebuilt the whole team there in Tampa Bay recruiting guys to come after, like Antonio Brown, Gronk. Like, they're just Leonard Fournette. <laughs> they keep loading up on talented players to join Tom Brady, who is really the Michael Jordan now of football, and, um, and he's still doing it. So while you can, 
right? Buy in in the off season. You've got a couple more weeks. I, I I wouldn't give you much more time. I think I think as the NBA playoffs go on, unless your team progressed, unless your team is advancing to the finals, unless you're Lakers and and Brooklyn, right? Start buying some. I meant Milwaukee. Sorry, Lakers and Milwaukee. Unless you're buying some of those guys for a quick hold, I would buy some Tom Brady. I'd buy some Joe Burrow. I'd buy some Tua. I love Jalen Hurts. I would buy some Justin Herbert. And I have with all those guys, the young guys. I even, if we were doing an episode about football plays to get you ready for more profit to spend on basketball cards, it's hard not to say Baker Mayfield and Josh Allen's name right now. So, but I start with Brady. You guys that you're mainly into basketball, but we're entering a lull. Maybe sell some of your your high-end basketball cards, your Kawhis, your Giannis, your LeBrons. Like, sell them now, Kobe's, MJ. And when basketball season falls off the radar and football takes center stage, you'll be like, I'm so glad I got in on more Tom Brady. I'm so glad I got in on Drew Brees cards. I'm so glad it is not too late as, as football hype guys just around the corner. So that's my play. I wouldn't even call it a play. And then what happens, you know, if for some reason the uh, the football market, this is, would be crazy, like it doesn't ascend, it doesn't rise going into the season, well, then you still got your hands on a goat. You still got a Tom Brady high-end card graded, you know, even some of those new Tampa Bay silver mosaics. Great. Those are long-term holds. They're hold till the, till the playoffs. Yep. Playoffs coincides with the start of the NBA season. So there's another get out of football and buy some basketball opportunity. Or like I did last year, buy some baseball. So, Ja, Brady, and now in a moment we'll get to Trey. Alright everybody, I'm doing this last section uh, much later in the day and some of the playoff games have already started, but I am committed to getting this episode out to you talking about Jaws, Brady's and Trey's and let's talk Trey Young. Uh, yes, dynamic scorer, love the attitude, love the, Hey, let's go back to the a Atlanta. Let's put my team on my back. Even when John Collins isn't scoring a ton, Trey Young is obviously going to be one of the league's top scorers one of the league's best guards for probably the next 10, 12 years. So I think he's always a decent buy. But at the same time, there are, we've talked about already, there's so many options. I just went through my admiration for Lillard and Luca, Donovan Mitchell. And I don't, I can't put Trey in that category yet. I can't call him a buy. I can't be that, ooh, you took the Knicks to, six or seven games or you beat the Knicks in a series like what are the Knicks anyway we don't even know so I'm not as crazy about Trey as I am about some of these other guys and I think the word is opportunity cost like a hundred bucks you're spending on your Trey Young uh, prism PSA 9 or whatever like a hundred bucks you're spending on that you could buy still a Donovan Mitchell for the same price printed a year earlier and an all-around better player. So not that Trey Young isn't fantastic, not that he doesn't have a bright future. Atlanta looks like a playoff team for years to come. 
as they continue to build around him. But I have to say, like, as exciting as these first two games have been, I mean, Trey had one of his best games and still took the L. Same for John Morant. And so, I, I, you know, if you really like him, go for it. I think he also is doing a lot more as a facilitator of his team's offense during this playoff run. So some more assists, wonderful performer, all that to say. I'm not so crazy about Trey as I am the other guys. I'm not even crazy about the Eastern Conference. Can you tell? Uh, For the most part, a lot of the young, exciting talent I just said Luca Lillard and Donovan Mitchell. They're all in the West. Devin Booker, he's not in the East. LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, Rudy Gobert, not in the East. So maybe that does mean that Trey and his buddies will have a faster route to the conference finals and maybe the finals one day. I'm just saying today is not that day. I'm not so big on Trey. And, uh, you know, if you are, then... I don't blame you. I think he's a great player, and you won't be that disappointed. I do think it's going to be fascinating to watch this playoff series. Trey has separated himself in these first two games where I thought, you know, I think we all had hoped uh, Julius Randle would step up a bit more, but he just he just hasn't, you know? And, uh, whoop, whoop, hold on. Sets up Levert for a corner three. Put it in. All right. To finish off the episode, finally, here goes. Uh, I just I just checked in on where the, where we're at actually with the scores. Milwaukee did it again, knocking off the Miami Heat. Chris Middleton stepping up again. What can I say? Guys, I I highly encourage you uh, make a point to at least watch. I know this is a, a card cards driven market conversation, investors and collecting cards, but I I just gotta say it is a blast watching these playoff games. It's awesome checking in on the the players that are that are just rising to the occasion. It's crazy how different it is than last season. I mean, I know Miami's still technically alive. But down 3-0 to Milwaukee right now? Uh-uh. Sorry, guys. That, that's not going to be fixed. And I certainly don't see the Clippers, as you know. <laughs> Continuing. So we continue to, to move on in these playoffs. Jaws, Brady's, and Trey's. Oh, my. What, what guy are you watching? Are you buying any of these remaining players as they move forward down, down to the next round of the playoffs? Are you looking at... Luca, Donovan Mitchell, LeBron, you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Or are you getting out of basketball for this, you know, as the season ends altogether? Is everything a sell? Let me know what you're thinking. As always, check in with us on Instagram at Hoops and Cards or Hoops and Cards Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can direct message me, Gary, Twitter at cards underscore hoops. Love it. Guys, go enjoy the playoffs. I said go Lakers last time. Maybe I'm saying go Jazz this time. Have an awesome week. See you on the next episode.
season. 